Good morning. Today is January the 24th. The year is 2024. And we're getting back started with Daybreak Live with the Nesbitts from our kitchen. Oh. <laughs> goofy as ever. Goofy, goofy, Megan goofy. and I both put up our thumbs and then we looked at each other like, what in the world? <laughs> Amen, amen, amen. It's good to be home. I want to say thank you for you guys praying for me. Uh, I'm not 100%, but I'm feeling well enough to do daybreak. I've still got uh, some soreness in my throat as well. So just keep praying for me. I wanted to read uh, just a line of a psalm. This is Psalm 39, 7. It says, And now, Lord, what do I wait for? My hope is in you. Deliver me from all my transgressions. Do not make me the reproach of the foolish. And so I wanted to sing this third day song this morning called My Hope Is You while you guys find us and get on here.
Amen. Amen. Shut up. What's so funny? Nobody knew where they were going. At that last part, who was going to sing? I noticed that. No, no, I noticed that. I generally do. I do my part. I'm like, where'd y'all go? And I put nothing would come out. What'd you do? Where'd you go? Now I don't know where to go. So then I just was like, nope. Good morning, Katie, Chastity, Peggy, Bob, Melissa. Ah. Good morning, good morning. Sorry. I managed to kill the annual party. <laughs> Danny Smith, good to see you guys on here. Thank you, Miss Diane. Happy to happy you see our faces. It's good to be back. Um Y'all gotta excuse me, Matt. The grand pups up here and these forty seven poison. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a very, very good trip to Honduras, and so we're so thankful that we got to be there. Um, usually, uh, usually I'm fine the whole time and fine when I get back and, uh, I don't know. I, I was, I just, I had a hard time, uh, when I got back and I still am not a hundred percent, but I appreciate your prayers. Thank you for praying for me and please keep up the prayers. My stomach is feeling better. Um, but my, uh, I've got a, a, a sore tonsil here really sore so we'll just see how it goes but i think i'm well enough to do daybreak and wanted to be sure to get back on here so want to share a few stats with you so we ministered to many many families last week uh let's see in four days i preached 11 sermons and that's pretty rough on the throat there by itself and singing uh but we had 29 29 pray to receive the lord jesus uh, last week, we had uh, prayed for over 90 people, closer to 100 people, special prayers, prayers for healing, prayers for God to move, prayers, you know, special altar prayers. Uh, God really moved. I, I gave out 539 Bibles. Uh, it is so awesome to be in a country where people love to receive a Bible. I mean, they're saying, can I have a Bible? Can I have a Bible? Can I have a Bible? And uh, I want to give a Bible to everyone who wants one and desires one. So so it is really a, a blessing. Yes, amen. Praise Yah. Praise the Lord. Amen. And so thank you for your prayers. So back home for a while. And uh, we are going to get back to where we left off. Now, daybreak is a Bible study. Tuesday through Friday, four days a week, at 8 a.m. our time, 8 a.m. our time, Central. Central. We are going through the book of Proverbs. It's a verse-by-verse Bible study, and we get on here as a family. It's We come from our kitchen. We get on here as a family, and then we have a Bible study verse-by-verse. We have been going through the book of Proverbs. Now, this is also a podcast, and anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can get this Bible study. Just type in CWOW, look for the symbol. You know the CWOW symbol. It's the cross 
Uh, and I should have put it up here, but I did not put it up here. And I forget where to find it, but I'll put it up there tomorrow. Uh, but you can have it as a podcast on your phone. You can listen to it. It doesn't take near as much data as well. But we're here on on uh, Facebook and we're on YouTube and we're on podcast. So I know that's saying a lot, but we've been gone for a while. Let's jump back in our Bible study and the reason I do it like this is because on the podcast, if you go to CYL website, our website, CYLTN.com, you, and you look on podcast, Daybreak Podcast, uh, you can find the entire Bible study, and it's listed verse by verse so that you could go to the specific verse that you uh, are wanting commentary on and then listen to that podcast. So we're in verse 11. Verse 11. Let me jump over here. Captions. And throw it up on the board this morning. Verse 11. Proverbs 29, 11 says this. A fool vents all his feelings, but a wise man holds them back. It's not wise according to the problem. Now remember, Proverbs are practical, wise sayings that we can get wisdom from. Okay? Okay. And they're, generally speaking, they are wise sayings. So a fool vents all his feelings. Have you ever been speaking to somebody and you, you know, next thing you know, you're talking, talking, talking. Have you ever had that feeling come to you? It's like, maybe I've said too much. Maybe I went beyond what I should have said. Maybe I've, you know, run off too much at the mouth. Well, I have. Maybe I chewed on some shoe leather. <laughs> I have. And the proverb says, look, it's it's really not wise. Only a fool does that. You, you don't say everything that comes into your mind. You, don't, you just don't say everything that comes into your mind. You know, God gives your mind a filter so that you can filter and process stuff. And sometimes it's best to try to be quiet some. <laughs> And, and there's a proverb for that, too. It, it says, when we're quiet, even, uh, even the fool looks wise when he's not opening his mouth, right? Sometimes just being quiet is, is wisdom. But there is a time to speak. But this proverb is saying, be careful. Don't go too far. Don't go, go too far. Wisdom says you hold some things back. It's not always appropriate in every moment to tell everything. That's 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 the fact. There's a time and a place, you know, when you share things, but that's not uh, always. There we go. So verse twelve, verse twelve. If a ruler pays attention to lies, all his servants become wicked. If a ruler pays attention to what lies, all his servants become wicked. Uh, wickedness spreads like a disease. It's 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 quite interesting how how we rub off on each other. Wickedness spreads, and doing good things spread. You, you you'll see that if you're if if you're in a habit, if you get in a habit of just doing good things for people, you'll notice people around you will start also jumping in and doing good things for people. Uh, there's there's just this spreading, right? 
well, a ruler, a ruler is someone that's supposed to listen to truth. He's supposed to, uh, if he if he is a ruler, if he's a judge, if he's a governor, if he's a, you know, we want godly rulers. That's what we want. Well, if he listens to lies and pays attention to lies and doesn't make sure that what he's getting is truth, uh, eventually all of his servants are going to become wicked. You know, it's just, it's not good. Do you have something you want to say? Yeah, wondered if it's kind of one of those things where it's like, okay, if a ruler pays attention to lies, all his servants become wicked in his eyes because he's listening to the lies and the talebearers, and so pretty soon he doesn't trust any of his servants. Maybe. Here's the reality. If, if you start giving heed to lies, really, you never know what truth is. I mean... It's like right now, you know, you can get on social media right now, right? You can you can find every angle that you can think of, whether it's the war, whether it's the election, whether it's conspiracy theory. It doesn't matter. It's out there. You know, and you can get on your phone and you can listen to every kind of thing in the world. And the next thing you know, you're just full of confusion. You really don't know what truth is. And that's why I encourage... I, Pastor Scott, encourage don't listen to everything. Don't listen to everybody. Be very careful. You know, learn who you will listen to. Uh, learn uh, who you think you can trust. You know, not every conspiracy theory is wrong. Some of these conspiracies are true. I know that. I realize that. But how do you know which ones? It's like the enemy floods us just floods us with so much false information that we it's almost impossible to figure out which what exactly is true and so that's just the day that we're living in uh so all right move on verse 13 the poor man and the oppressor have this in common the lord gives light to the eyes of both the poor man and the oppressor have this in common. Well, the poor man and the oppressor have really very little in common, right? I mean, the poor man, you're talking about whoever he is, whoever she is, that really has nothing. They're born poor. They, they have nothing in life. And the oppressor would be uh, the ones in rule, the ones in leadership, the ones who have, the ones who, who is oppressing the poor. But in God's eyes... Uh, what this proverb is saying, the Lord gives light to the eyes of both. You know, it makes me think of John, the gospel of John chapter one. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. Without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life and the life was the light of men. In God's eyes, there's an equality among people. Now, the great experiment, the great experiment of what we call America, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. It's a great experiment to say everybody is equal, okay? And I believe that. I believe God has created all men equal. 
However, that that is true in the sense of the creation, but according to the opportunities we have, the the money we we could get a hold of, changes our status and and how we live. I mean, but I believe this proverb is simply saying, you know, the oppressor and the poor they they have this thing in common. It's the Lord that gives light to both. You know, there's a measure of wisdom given to both. There's a measure, there's a light that's given to both by the Creator. And at least in my mind, he's simply saying kind of what, uh, you know, our declaration here is saying. We're all created equal. Nobody's better than anybody else. Nobody's better than anybody else. Uh, and uh, I love that. I believe that. I believe that. I am thankful for my God, and I am thankful for all of His creation. Amen. And one of the reasons I love, love, love going to Honduras is because we get to uh, be with people who are just like us. They're no different. Just live in another country. Just live in a, another country, and, and they want happiness. They want basic things, food, joy. Boy, they have a lot of joy. <laughs> they have a lot of joy. And I love that. I love that. Okay, verse 14 says, The king who judges the poor with truth, his throne will be established forever. The king who judges the poor with truth, his throne will be established forever. A king is one who is supposed to not show partiality. If he's a good king, he's a righteous king, he's a just king, and he judges the poor with truth. He doesn't take bribes. He doesn't judge differently according to whether somebody's giving him money or the poor guy who can't give him money. Sadly, that is a day we live in. Sadly, money speaks. Here's the reality of even the great experiment of America where we try to have a um, balances, you know, and checks and balances in our government, you know, to try to be sure that you can't change law easily and, you know, somebody bad gets in there, they can't just destroy everything. Uh, but... Over many years, the reality is uh, the, integrity the integrity is crumbling more and more. And there's a lot of people in America who now live above the law. And that's a terrible thing. But the king uh, is not supposed to be like that, you know. And our, and, our, king, isn't. And our king isn't. Amen, Sister Lisa. Amen. Amen. <laughs> our king isn't. We have a king. His name is Jesus Yeshua. And soon he will be seated. Soon, yes, he will be seated on his throne. And he will judge in righteousness. And we can trust that. We can trust that. He will judge in righteousness. He, he knows. He keeps a record. He's got it all in his hand. Amen? And so his throne will be established forever. Who? Jesus. His throne will be established forever forever because he is a righteous king and hopefully we can have a few pretty good kings here on earth as well but there we go 
Let's see. Next one is, verse 15 says, this proverb says, the rod and rebuke give wisdom, but a child left to himself brings shame to his mother. And so basically the rod uh, and rebuke is talking about correction. We need correction. Correction helps us. We learn by correction. All of us do. And that's just, that's just the reality of life. And the rod and rebuke give wisdom. They teach us, you know. My mom gave me a lot of correction and rebuke. And some rod. And some rod. <laughs> and it helped me. It, it was good for me. I've said it over and over again. There's a direct connection that between, God designed between the fleshy part of the glutinous <laughs> maximus and the brain. And the brain. But discipline. We need discipline. And it says a child left to himself. If you don't if, if a mother or parents decide not to discipline children, they will bring them to shame. They'll bring them to embarrassment. Uh, I saw a clip yesterday. Uh, I have no idea why it came across my Facebook fa feed, but as a mom just walked away from her kid, he he's like two, had thrown himself down on his back, was kicking his feet and screaming his head off right in the middle of a supermarket. And she just walked away from him and all the people just gathered around looking at him. And uh, it's, it's weird that I read this then this morning. You see, in the word discipline, there is disciple. Amen. Train. Train. It means just train. Yeah, their disciple is in dis discipline. And we all need discipline. That's just part of life. Let's see if we, we can do one more, can't we? One more. Verse 16, verse 16. We'll leave off here for today. Verse 16 says, When the wicked are multiplied, transgression increases, but the righteous will see their fall. Wow. When the wicked are multiplied, there is a multiplication process that happens with wickedness. As standards are lowered, as laws are overlooked, as, you know, these kind of things happen, wickedness just begins to multiply and multiply and multiply. So there's a battle between righteousness and wickedness. There always has been, there always will be upon the earth. And one of the things, one of the jobs of the Church of the Lord Jesus Christ is to influence and be salt and light in a community to bring righteousness and godliness and love to a culture and help to a culture. Uh, that's why it's so important that there are Christians who standing up for what is right in a culture because when the salt is taken away, when light leaves, all that's left is darkness. And when darkness begins to crowd in, how great is that darkness? Before you know it, the police who are supposed to uphold the law now begin to take bribes and they begin to be wicked and the governors become wicked. And before you know it, you have a cesspool of evil and wickedness and the transgression increases. But it says, but the righteous will see their 
righteous will see their fall. This is the promise, even at the end of the book. Maybe we'll start here tomorrow as well. But even at the very end of the book, it says, and the books were open, and all they stood before God, and the books were open, and the people were judged over those things were written in the books. You find this in the book of Revelation, chapter 20, right at the very end of that chapter. And all whose names were not found written in the book of life were cast into the lake of fire. There is a rejoicing. The righteous will see the fall of the wicked eventually. It will happen. Some here in pockets here upon the earth, but ultimately in the end, the righteous will see the fall of the wicked. And we love to see that, do we not? Let's be honest. This is why we love movies. Think of any movie that, that is popular, any show that you like. What do you like to see? What's a movie made of? You got the bad guy and then you got the good guy, right? So whether it's Karate Kid, something as simple as Karate Kid, and you got the 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 bad guys, you know, that the bullies, the bullies that are overcome in the end. Uh, whether it's that or I don't know, you think of anything really. Uh, Star Wars, you know, you've got your Darth Vader and, you know, Luke Skywalker. There's a war between good and evil. We rejoice when when Darth Vader goes down, right? We're like, yes, Our Lord of the Rings, you know. Uh, we want to see little Frodo get through there and we want to see the wicked put down. We rejoice in movies when the wicked are put down. Why? Because it's in our heart to see righteousness exalted. We love to see righteousness exalted and evil put down. And it's going to happen, friends. It will happen, saints. God is on the throne. And you say, well, why? Why is it like this right now? Because we're in the time right now where the enemy has sown tares among the wheat and God is letting both grow together until the harvest. Amen. That's, that's the time we're in. But don't be fooled. The harvest is coming. The harvest is coming. Amen to that. Amen to that. Uh-oh. Oh, you're over, my love. I am over. Sorry. I went over on time, but I haven't been here in over a week, so maybe it'll be okay. Thank, <laughs> thank you guys for being here this morning. I love you. I love you. Uh, thank you, Miss Peggy. Thank you. And thank you guys for prayers. Please keep praying for me. Like I said, I got this thing right here. It's a-hurting. And, but God can take care of it. And uh, let's say the Lord's Prayer. You want to? And we'll get off here. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen and amen. Shalom, shalom. God bless you. See you tomorrow.